Welcome back to seeing life from a different angle. You know, many months ago, I talked about the notion of the metaphor of the cave that Plato had proposed and given to Socrates. And I think it's interesting, too, because as I was thinking about this today, one of the things that struck me about this is how we, as human beings, tend to be stuck in this cave, believing that what it is we are told is the truth. We buy it you know, at least externally. And, you know, we're told that this is the way things are, that this is what's really happening in our world. And at the same time, you know, there may be a part of us internally that rebels against this very notion, but we don't say anything about it. And I think eventually what ends up happening is over time, we just become so used to being told how the world really is, instead of what it really is, you know, and therefore we struggle to take the risk to step outside of ourselves and say, is it possible that things are not exactly as we believe them to be? You know, we can look at politics. It's a great example. And since it's my podcast, I get the opportunity to kind of talk about whatever it is I wish to talk about. And of course, you have the opportunity to turn it off. But I think let's talk about politics for a minute. And let's talk about how it is that we have become brainwashed. You know, we become brainwashed zombies in many ways in believing that things are the way that they are. You know, one of my great heroes of my life, one of the heroes of my life, besides my father, besides Sigmund Freud, especially besides Christ, is Rush Limbaugh. Now, Rush is one of those types of characters that's very divisive in his own way. Either you love him or you hate him. But one of the things I love about Rush and have loved about him since I listened to him back August 1st, 1988, at his very first national broadcast, was that he was an optimist. And not an optimist in a sense like, oh, okay, well, everything is perfect and everything is good. And no matter what it is that you might see, just think of it as a good thing and everything will turn out okay. And as a matter of fact, I have talked before, and maybe some would say I've even railed before against the idea of optimism as a defense against the present. And I still believe that to be so. But I think that there is something to be said for an optimism that is based upon a firm belief. And that firm belief being, in Russia's case, that this country was founded by great men who had this great vision, this great vision that was given to them by God. And they ran with this vision in a way that no one else has ever done. They wanted something that was significantly different than it had ever been before. They wanted a country where man could truly be free. But now here we are in this world that we have, in this political climate that we have, where you cannot say anything that is not supposed to be said unless you wish to get canceled. You cannot say anything that might get you in trouble, that might have somebody coming after you. God forbid you go into a, a restaurant, for instance, and you say, I like Trump. How many people would lash back out at you because you said something that was your freedom to say, but because other people didn't want to hear it, they struck out at you either verbally and or physically. And it's been done. It's been done. And so the question is, are we really as free as we'd like to believe ourselves to be? Do we really, are we really those people that are in, in the cave, in Plato's metaphor of the cave, who are seeing these images projected onto the wall of this cave and who are saying to ourselves, okay, well, I'm going to accept this no matter what because this is what I've become used to. 
And if that's the case, then maybe we are mind-numb robots. You know, but I don't believe that ultimately that is the case. I believe that what we are striving toward, we may keep quiet to ourselves. But in the long run, I believe ultimately that we will have that voice. We must have that voice. As a matter of fact, we have to be the individual who is willing to take a risk and say there's more than what it is we're being told. And trust me, I'm not talking about some some conspiratorial process here. What I'm talking about is being able to say, you know, we are being fed lies. Not all of them lies, because it's the thing. You want to be able to mingle the truth enough in with the lies and then say them repeatedly in unison with each other to the point where people will believe the lie is true as well. But we're being fed these lies, and these lies are driving us apart from each other. These lies are designed to be divisive. Joe Biden is a great divider. Whereas Ronald Reagan was a great unifier, Joe Biden is the great divider. He is desperate for the Democrats to hold on to the seats in the House, in the Senate, to hold on to the presidency because he sees the country heading in a particular way that he actually likes. He likes socialism. Well, Democrats do now. That's the new mantra. But at the same time, you know, is that really where we as citizens want to go? I heard a recent survey that said, you know, that the majority of Americans do not in any way want socialism. The majority of Americans do not trust people like AOC, you know, because they are socialists. They don't trust Bernie Sanders. They may vote for him. The Democrats may vote for him, but because that's where the Democratic Party is going. And we have become these individuals who are looking at this cave wall. And saying to ourselves, okay, well, I guess this is as good as it gets because, you know, this is all I've come to know and this is what I've come to believe. But they're fooling themselves. They're fooling themselves into believing that this is the way it is and indeed that it's not going to get any worse than this. And the truth be told, I believe that it can get worse, but I also believe that it can get better. But it's going to require us rebelling. It's going to require us saying something more than just, oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, I'll leave them be. We need voices like Rush that aren't out there right now. There's nobody like Newt. There's nobody like Rush. There's nobody even like Ted Cruz, who one time had that voice and was able to speak out loud and to say something. He's gone too. He's still there, but he's muted. And whether it's the media that's muting him or whether it's him that's muting himself, one way or another, we don't have those voices anymore. And so who's going to take their place? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be me? Shouldn't it be all of us who are saying, you know, I'm fed up. I'm not going to take this anymore. You you raise gas prices because you don't want us to dig our oil. Okay, so we can't dig oil. So don't we look good in the eyes of the world? But then what do we do? We go to Venezuela and get oil from down there. And in doing so, they look bad. But hey, by the way, we're the ones that are buying it from them. So how bad are we? If we really believe we're destroying the earth by digging or fracking, whatever the case might be, then we're just as bad as they are. So don't fool yourselves, politicians, into believing and trying to get us to believe that you're doing this for noble causes. You're not. You're doing this because there's money involved. You're doing this because you're narcissistic. You're doing this because you're sociopathic. This is a choice that you're making. And you're dragging us down with you. The world is being dragged down because Joe Biden decided for us no longer to supply fuel to ourselves, let alone to the world. And then the, then he tops it off with the beautiful 
completely erroneous mistake of saying that the gas prices were $5 a gallon when, when Donald Trump was president. Knock, knock. Get back to some sense of reality. Gas prices were in the twos, heading toward the ones when Donald Trump was president. They now have pushed up to five, back down to 350 and aren't we just so thankful that now we're only paying $3.29. Woo, isn't that wonderful? But everything else has gone up because diesel's gone up. Everything's gone up. And here we are, these fools who are in this cave saying to ourselves, okay, well, I'm kind of chained to this wall, aren't I? Paper chains, paper chains. But we believe ourselves to be chained to this wall. And so now, because we're chained to this wall, we can't make changes in this world. We can't make changes in our lives. It's time for us to man up. It's time for us to make a challenge, to get out there and to say what it is that is true, to be optimistic like Russian, believe that the best is yet to come. I wish you well.